Top Shelf Fantasy. Uh, oh, Tell the people who we are. Yeah, I was going to say one. <laughs> <laughs> most importantly, are we Bane from Madden? <laughs> For cast 129, January 4th, 2021. So when like Bane becomes being like a southern <laughs> New Orleans like captain of Howdy. some shrimping vessel. <laughs> To believe or oh, not to believe, she turned me into a dude. <laughs> dude, are you suggesting a four-pound swallow can carry a nine-pound coconut? We are off. no longer the knights who say me. We are the knights who say shower have an Alright, this is take two. Take two. Take, take two. two. Take two. And That's even after no... take two, it still makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Monty Python. Great quality work. Shout out 2020. It's, it's on Netflix, too. Shout out Bane. When did shout out get Bane. A... Oh, it's been on Netflix. That's right. Has it been on there? Yeah, I think so. shout, mm-hmm. shout out to Bane now. Yes. Yeah, uh, the Southern yeah. Gumbo Shrimp Boat <laughs> Bane. Bubba. <laughs> Bubba Bane. Bubba Bane. Uh, <laughs> podcast the, 130. It, podcast 130. End of the year power hour. TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelfFNTSY. Homework's out of the way, so that's good. Yep. We're going we're gonna to attempt this power hour again from this Google Chrome extension. Let's be, try it out. I'm going to be very upset. What if website uh, is it? It's just, it's, just it's, like a, a, it's a Google Chrome extension. So, like, you literally go on into Google, type in power hour, and the first thing that should pop up is power hour extension, and you download the extension. And as long as you're running Spotify through the Google Chrome gotcha. web browser... You can use the uh, you can use the extension. I've gone cross-eyed. Google, <laughs> Google Chrome, right huge over my sponsor head. of ours. They Maybe love us. Said very right. nice thing. Yeah. They pay us so much money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, you got to sponsor your top your top performers, and that's obviously yeah, and that's right. us. That's, that's totally us. Yeah, they Google went down because they were trying to figure out how to sponsor us and like integrate us with their stuff, and you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, it didn't it all it happen didn't, very quickly. <laughs> like a week. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get this thing started. We're gonna uh, turn the volume down a little bit here. We got our uh, we got our pours in. I think everybody's got their pours in. I got the little checkbox marked here. Scotty, and, who, uh, what are the uh, categories? Oh yes, so top ten quarterbacks, top twenty running backs, top ten tight ends, then finish that with top twenty wide receivers. The way they ended on something sweet. Something sweet, nothing. Yeah. Ending on not like is... tight end ten. It might be like I don't know. Ocha Howard. He got hurt in week two. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Who John that tight end 10. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Oh, yeah, spoiler alert! All right. I don't think anyone's gonna care about the drink up, man. boys. That's my guy. Come on. QB one on the season. Josh Allen, ADP of uh, seven, seven quarterback coming off the board on average. Um, the th- the thing we love about telling everybody to wait on quarterbacks is that you can get him in the 14th, 15th round, and he finished QB1. I mean, the advantage that you can have to have QB1 draft him in round 14 after seven other uh, quarterbacks is is absolutely massive. His per-game numbers were just phenomenal as well. So, Josh Allen, QB1. If this changes one more time in 30 seconds, we're going to have some issues but this would be the first time. Google Chrome, come on. All right, so QB2 on the year is Kyler Murray. Another quarterback that we had talked about in the beginning part of the year that was later. He doesn't have to be Lamar Jackson. doesn't have to be Pat Mahomes. I know he was probably more in the fifth, sixth round, 
But uh, Kyler Murray did not go below 20 fantasy points until week 12 <laughs> this season. Like, he had an unreal beginning part of the year before he had injured his shoulder and then his ankle, and he was having some issues. Um, but, man, did the, the, the guy go ahead and go above and beyond. A lot of people called it. We had we had talked about a guy that could possibly make his way into the top three this year, and that's Kyler Murray. And that's exactly what he did. He finished as quarterback two. Wasn't too hot at the end of the year, but, I mean, you, he got you there. I mean, there's no way he, he if he was your quarterback, he didn't get you to the playoffs. Or if he did, you know, you had some problems. He, he get me there. Ooh, nice. <laughs> A perfect song shift for me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers comes in at your quarterback three on the year. This is a little spiteful by Scotty, I think, putting me third and making me talk about Aaron Rodgers. Completely I, random. I hate this guy. But uh, he had a great year. There's, there's no two ways about it. He re-solidified himself as a dominant quarterback in the league. Realistically, could have been quarterback one. He had one week. It was week six. He dropped 5.8 fantasy points. It was his only bad week of the season. Over 20 points almost every other week. And if he drops even just a 20-point game in that one, he finishes at QB1 this season. So Aaron Rodgers is a guy to look at next year when you're when you're thinking about your quarterbacks. Again, not somebody you need to reach on. His ADP was QB11, which could have been realistically close to undrafted. So he went last round yeah. for us in the um, – oh, excuse me, not last round, but uh, last quarterback taken in the Pros with Joe's League. Yeah, and, and he is a guy that you sit and you put him in your lineup and you plug him in every week, and he's, he's a – a bona fide star. I mean, he had 48 passing touchdowns and five picks. Yeah, great season. And I mean, I, I think he might be the MVP of the league. If not, it's this guy. Patrick Mahomes comes in at, at quarterback four, ADP quarterback one. I mean, he missed one game. Um, no one's going to complain that he finished fourth. Like, he's he got you those big games. Um, but what else? Um, Unedited version. I don't give a fuck on who <laughs> Anyway, all right. So I mean, that's the motto to talking about Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he's so good. I don't give a fuck. But last year he finished as quarterback seven. Um, he started off kind of slow because I think Tom kind of brought up one podcast. They ran the ball like crazy like the first six weeks. When Lebel got in there, all of a sudden Pat Mahomes like, hey, we're up by twenty five. I'm gonna throw the ball. Where he's like, I want to be MVP. He made Tyreek Hill top tier. He made. Kelsey top tier. I mean, he made guys like Demarcus Robinson uh, fantasy relevant some weeks. So he's probably still the quarterback one going into next season, I would think. But well, Deshaun Watson has a problem right now. <laughs> and dynasty, <laughs> dynasty owners of Deshaun Watson. I hate Nick Casario. That's my fucking problem. <laughs> I, so. Deshaun Watson was QB6 coming off the board. He finishes QB5. Um, if you're Deshaun Watson, dynasty owner, if you drafted him, you are so thankful Bill O'Brien is out of the picture. Um, but him asking for a trade's not great because those teams likely to trade for him don't have what the, the Texans had in 2020. Will Fuller, uh, Brandon Cooks. I mean, Randall Cobb was pretty clutch for him. He ended up throwing 33 TDs and seven uh, picks. As a dynasty owner, I don't know. I love him asking for a trade. It's like, just stay in that situation and just score me fantasy points. But he, he did it in 2020, finished right around where he was drafted. Uh, so it's always a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Finding his way into the top five. Oh, oh top he, six. Top, top six. six. Russell Wilson. He fell. Uh, he, you know, he was QB4 uh, projected at the beginning of the year. Um, he's been a top ten quarterback his entire career, except his rookie year. 
Uh, this year, he ended up getting 40 touchdowns. That's his top mark, and he had 513 rushing yards, which happens to be you know somewhere in between what his actual uh, mark is for his average. So this year was a little bit of an interesting year for Russell Wilson. I feel like he had actually started off really, really hot. Uh, didn't you know go under 20 points until week 10, and then from there on it was a little murky. Uh, it seems as though that the overall Seahawks team r- ran into a little bit of a wall on offense. Uh, could have been a Chris Carson problem, if not. But Russell Wilson had himself another stellar year. Uh, mid-round draft choice. Um, it, maybe some people reached on him a little bit. But th- this is where we are. Russell Wilson, another great year. We've got Ryan Tannehill coming in at QB7 on the season. Uh, he was probably the... I was going to say the biggest outperformer of his ADP, but there's one more on this list that we'll get to um, that smash it out of the ballpark. But still, QB 20 as his ADP, performance as QB 7, 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. He's really starting to put together consistent seasons, which is what you want to see out of a guy who really looked like his career was dead in the water for a while. Uh, he comes in, he's consistently giving you solid output. I mean, I don't think he did between 15 points many times this season, maybe a couple here and there. And then he did give you the occasional explosion, like 35-plus points. So if he can continue to do that, and I think as long as Derrick Henry's pounding the ball like he is, he's going to be able to find space to throw the ball as well. And he has A.J. Brown. Corey Davis is probably coming back this year. John Smith, we'll see what happens with him. But, uh, I mean, a tremendous upside from a guy who seriously looked like he might have been on his way out of the league if he didn't latch on with Tennessee. Marriott didn't suck, and Brable didn't take a shot on him. Yeah. Oh, did we skip Carson Wentz or... Oh, oh no! So <laughs> I literally looked at the me list. and Tom. Uh, oh, a shotgun, shotgun still for that oh, bet. Yeah. Shotties. Oh, that's funny. I, I had no idea where you're going with that. I looked at the list. I was like, what? <laughs> um. All right. So quarterback number eight is Tom Brady. They might have like the same exact points as I see on some sites. He's seven, ten, eight. But regardless, Tom Brady, quarterback ten, ADP finished as quarterback eight. We all kind of said he should be in the top ten. He finished right where I thought he finish i mean rightfully so he had the weapons like you have chris godwin mike evans gronk and oj power to start the season and then you pick up ab like there's no word like there's no excuse for him not to be in the top 10 but um over 40 touchdowns first time since i think 2008 was his 50 touchdown season he hasn't had 40 since that um over 4600 yards passing and then three rushing touchdowns I mean, add those three rushing with a total of six yards rushing on the season. (laughs) Love it. All the haters said he can't throw the ball downfield. Suck on that. uh, Josh. Justin Herbert comes in at QB9. He's toxic for the Chargers. (laughs) Stabbed uh, Tyrod Taylor in the the lungs. And uh, and then he came out and he said, nah, guys, I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at football. So Corey was talking about you know this this guy outperformed his ADP. I mean he was coming off the board right around you know QB thirty five if he was even drafted in your league. Probably two quarterback leagues he was being drafted. Um, this is why I mean I know I said it about Josh Allen earlier and we say it all the time. Wait on quarterbacks, but like if you wait on a quarterback and you miss, you have a guy like Josh Herbert that you just you want him to be Josh. Josh yeah. Apparently he's not Josh Allen. Okay? Uh, not yet. He's not Josh Allen. Not yet. 33, uh, 31 TDs, 10 picks, 4,300 yards. I mean, is a free agent pickup. Do you not complain? Fantastic season. Well, well, well. Who do we have here? What do we have here? Looks like we got Bubba a Bubba Gumbo. Lamar Jackson. 
ADP QB2, some people out there QB1. Finishes QB10 on the season. Which, hey, it's still alright, considering he was projected somewhere around like 17 around like week 12 around the trade deadline he was he was he was looking pretty poor still ended up going over a thousand rushing yards so you still got that out of him seven touchdowns he did finish hot i will say lamar jackson did finish hot uh you know looked like in the playoffs 34 points 30 points 21 points in the final that's what you're looking for out of lamar jackson but you didn't get that throughout the entire season he was a most mostly a letdown for most people and it was a struggle. A lot of people traded Lamar Jackson this year. A lot of people were were, were uh, shocked that their second-round pick did not give them second-round pick things. And we are into running backs. It's not closing time. we got a long way to go, boys, but here we go. Alvin Kamara slots in at your number one running back on the season uh, against an ADP of four, running back four. Uh, I think he's he's consistently been in that conversation in that top four range for a while, and he hasn't quite yet cracked the top one or two. It's nice to see him finally do it. Kind of sucks that CMC and Saquon were all hurt, but kind of cheapens the victory. Either way, though, safe pick for next year if you're already starting to do some advanced scouting. Kind of sucks he's potentially going to have COVID. He said he's going to play Sunday in the playoffs. Good for the, good for the Saints, but um, <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, we'll see if he actually gets the, the all-clear from the medical staff. But as far as fantasy goes, Safe bet, ton of receiving yards, ton of receptions. He still hasn't really, I don't want to say killed it on the ground. He only had 932 rushing yards, which isn't bad. But I'd love to see him break 1,000 on the ground, not just do everything in the receiving game. But, hey, whatever works for you, keep yourself safe. Yep. And ADP RB5, Derrick Henry, finished as RB2. I think in standard leagues he was one, but uh, he doesn't catch the ball for shit. So that's kind of why he's a step down. But... Again, a guy everyone's kind of always scared on because, oh, he doesn't catch the ball. He does enough besides that. He's, he had 2,000 rushing yards this season, third year in a row over 1,000 yards. His yards per carry go up each year. This year is 5.36, and they lost their uh, top offensive lineman. Is it Conklin? Yep. yep. And you think, you know, defenses are going to focus in on him a lot this season. You know, he's going to, you know, not do as well, but uh, he, he just – shoved it all in everyone's faces almost 500 yards more than anybody else oh it's crazy uh 378 attempts i can't believe well i i can believe it um the, the receiving game is still not there but again um he is going to be a safe top five running back in drafts you know you got the cmc's before him barkley might be before him but henry might get in that top three with kamara next year yeah i would take him one i, I think we already talked about this last week yep uh, coming in at RB3, Dalvin Cook. Off of uh, Dalvin Cook's career year, 17 total touchdowns, about 1,800, 1,900 total yards. Uh, he, he finished the year with 312 carries. I mean, we, we sat here and we were like, he's going to break down. He's going to break down. This is just what happens with Dalvin Cook. He, he's going to break down. He didn't. And they actually managed him pretty well down the stretch. From week 11... When he had 27 carries, or week 10 and 11, he had 30 carries, 27 carries back-to-back. Next week, 62% of the snaps, 18 carries. Then 87% of the snaps, 32 carries. 67% of the snaps, 76% of the they The Minnesota Vikings understand what they can and cannot do with Dalvin Cook. And they managed his snaps and what he was doing on the field. He was the most effective he's ever been. And, and it paid out dividends for fantasy players. All right, coming in at RB4, the definition 
of a breakout. David Montgomery. Gross. I didn't want to be the guy to talk about him, but I, but I will. Well, I, hey, it's probably better I do because you're going to say something positive. I'll say something positive about him. Listen, the guy had trash to work with in the beginning of the year. Everyone saw the offensive line interest for the Chicago Bears. At one point, we had done some metric of you know most yards created by themselves. David Montgomery was top of the list. He had only five more rushing attempts this year than he did last year. And he ended up putting up an RB4 performance. So if you really look at all these numbers, I mean, he as himself got better. And that is a good thing for growth. This is this breakout does not look like something that might go away. This He got over 1,000 yards this year. On just five more carries, he got 300 more yards. Wow. Decent. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Uh, I got another Packer coming your way. I had Aaron Rodgers earlier. Now I got Aaron Jones, running back, Green Bay, projected ADP, uh, RB12, and ended up finishing RB5. I was tough on him this year. I called him an RB2 a lot of the times, and a lot of weeks he was. But he did have some massive breakout performances. Uh, Week two, he dropped 43 points. That's always huge. And then down the stretch, when it matters in the playoff weeks, he gave you twenty, you know, twenty points multiple times, and then an eleven point, uh, almost twelve point championship game. So he he shows up when it's necessary. He's always good to slot in for like ten points, and if he has a bigger game, fantastic. But I mean, he came out, he went over a thousand, over eleven hundred yards on two hundred carries. He does a good amount in the receiving game. You'll maybe like to see him be a little bit more productive. Three hundred fifty-five yards on forty-seven catches is okay. It's, or it's better than okay. It's pretty good, but not uh, not top tier. So. Who knows? Uh, I think his contract's up in Green Bay. He could end up somewhere else, so he'll be interesting to watch this offseason. Uh, Tom, do you want to take mine and I'll take yours? Yeah, we can we can do that. Is I my, figured I figured you, you want to talk with him. Is my is, is, is my dynasty guy? This is this is my guy. fantasy darling. Uh, Jonathan Taylor comes in at RB six, and my God, what like the season that he had is just very hard to describe because coming out of the bye week. You know, him and Naheem Hines popped off at the be- in the beginning of the season. Taylor was a little bit underwhelming. Comes out of the bye, had some had some down games, uh, like four in a row. And I think everybody was like, okay, what what's going on here? I mean, Jordan Wilkins was on the field. And then Jonathan Taylor was like, yeah, I'm good. And just destroyed the rest of the league. His, his ADP was RB19. He finishes RB6. I mean, this is likely to be a top 10 drafted running back next year. And I think just in the future on the Colts offense, he is the the Colts offense. And I love everything about him. Yeah, I mean, that line is the best in the league, and I think they're going to lean on him a lot more next season. Let me just pull up James Robinson. All right, uh, running back seven. I know he was top five throughout the season. Um, Was hurt at the end of the season. I think missed one or two games, but um, just two games. All right, missed two games and still finished as RB7. His ADP was RB62. I'm surprised he was even, like, drafted. But um, he was, like, f- fourth or fifth on the depth chart. Then, you know, the Fournette release, the Ozigbo injury, the Armstead COVID. Um, but we kind of said, like, you know, trade him while you can, w- while he's hot. And, I mean, we are kind of wrong because he produced every single week. Every week. Um, to On a team that's definitely tanking. So, I mean... They're going to give him the ball as much as they can because they don't care about winning. Um, I mean, that's all I had to say about James Robinson, but I think, like, 
he's probably a top 20, 25 back next year, depending on what they do with the um, draft. And coming in at RB8, it's my least favorite drunk driver, Josh <laughs> Jacobs. <laughs> my dynasty running back is going to find himself in the hot seat at the beginning of the year. And he just recently crashed his car. That's the most recent news on him. But he did go over 1,000 yards again this season, <laughs> uh, which actually is less than last season by 90 yards. Uh, 85 to be precise. His yards per carry went and took a big dip, nearly one yard less. But his touchdowns did go up, which is why his overall rank went from 14 last year to 8 this year. Uh, Josh Jacobs is still getting the lion's share of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders backfield, getting 273 attempts this year, which is 30 more than last year. Not a pass catching back. I think this spells a committee next year. I think something might happen with the Las Vegas Raiders where they start to bring in another running back. Because while Josh Jacobs is good, he may not be able to carry the entire team by himself. Yeah, he's trading to me. Um, that being <laughs> said, running back nine is Nick Chubb. He managed to finish running back nine while missing four full games and a good chunk of the other one, uh, the you know previous game. So he had 199.7 fantasy points. If you pencil him in for his average, it's around 15 points a game. You add 60 points to that total, and he's RB4 on the season. He doesn't get into the upper echelon with Kamara, Henry, and Cook, but he's right at that. He would he would have been the one to start the second tier. That's huge to think about as, as you move forward into next year to think about who you're going to draft. I mean, Nick Chubb should be a lock for a – Maybe a top six or seven pick. I'd say that's a very fair range to, to keep him in. Um, he, he performed that well with Kareem Hunt pressing him the whole season for, for a lot of time. I mean, a lot of touches went his way as well. Um, Nick Chubb's definitely a guy that, that you should be, not, I, I wouldn't say reaching on, but I would spend up to get him next year. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a very safe pick. Um, and his teammate, Kareem Hunt, finished an RB10. So back-to-back Cleveland Brown running backs, which is what we kind of said all season when they're both playing they are probably two rb1s and rightfully so they finished nine and ten um hunt probably took advantage of that when chubb was out too so that kind of boosted him a little bit but um he last year i think he had three total touchdowns i knew he was suspended but this year 11 touchdowns 841 rushing yards uh 38 receptions 304 receiving yards so i mean he's getting back to his receiving role his um touchdowns if this guy is on another team besides the browns holy shit like he can easily be a top five back like looking at his numbers what he do he did with kansas city's rookie year like 1300 rushing yards and eight touchdowns like if he's the only guy there i think he's a top five back but i mean it works for the browns uh for an nfl standpoint it's great for fantasy it's great too i mean we have a guy mango that had both these guys in his team and i mean help them I hate, I hate that that worked out too. And Montgomery <laughs> makes me sick. I mean, it's it's not a bad strategy to no. have. Uh, coming in at RB eleven is Ezekiel Elliott. Um, everybody knows the Zeke story, right? I mean, everybody understands what happened with Dallas. And what's interesting to see with, with Zeke, he scored six touchdowns this year, or uh, six rushing touchdowns, so eight total rushing touchdowns. His line looked very comparable to his 2018 line as far as the touchdown perspective goes. His receiving volume was very similar to what it was the previous year. It's just you didn't have Dak. Um, so I still think this is a deflated number, if that makes any sense, for, for Zeke. How dare you say deflated around us? Yeah, well, whatever. Um, 
couple air pressures. Couple air pressures. I I still think that Zeke is going to be worth like a top six, top eight pick. I, I would say top six. Um, still. But I, we'll see I, what happens. I agree. Dak there changes everything. Uh, our favorite Swiss Army knife coming out of college, Antonio Gibson, found his way into a starting role at some point during this year. Uh, he started off hot. I mean, you know, they had all those issues uh, within the Washington backfield um, with all of these running backs leaving, and Antonio Gibson found himself into a pretty good role. Uh, finished with 11 touchdowns, 795 rushing yards, and 247 receiving yards on the season. He looked really good at the end of the year uh, of the fantasy season. He started to uh, really bowl people over. Did he um, only play 12 games? <clears throat> he played, it was 15, no, 14. Um, he did miss the beginning part of the fantasy playoffs. Um, but prior to his injury in week 13, uh, he was, like I said, bowling people over. He had 34 points, 17 points, 20 points. Like, this guy has a future. You, you, know, you, might, have, you might have been disc- – Scotty, you may have been knocking off his week 17. He played in week 17. He yeah. did play in week 17. And he got hurt week 13 early, so right. I, I would count that as three. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the stat said X – my brain computer by. Yeah. Uh, the next running back on the list is Melvin Gordon, running back 13. He, I think I had him as my breakout running back of the year. Bounce back. Bounce back. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, not breakout. Bounce back. Um, Melvin he, Gordon breaking out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had he had a rough year last <laughs> year. He, I would say he did bounce back. He got just outside running back one territory, but I was expecting a little bit bigger uh, year from him. He did kind of finally at the end of the season shirk off Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman for that matter and just say, like, I'm taking the, I'm taking the ball. But – he was still up and down the whole year. You need to see a little bit more consistency out of him as he moves forward. I mean, he'd give you three, he'd give you 18, he'd give you 14, he'd give you 10, he'd give you 20, he'd give you seven. You just need a little bit more consistency before I'm going to be completely sold on the guy. That's the Broncos, though. I mean, they think yeah. there's the entire offense. Right, they got to find a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know if they lost the guy. But, um, all right, um, running back number 14, uh, Kenyon Drake. Um, he was a breakout of mine and Tom's. We said he would be a top 10. He was not. Uh he only missed one game, but I, I counted as two games. He got hurt early in one game. Um, 955 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns. He didn't crack the 1,000-yard mark. He could have, I think, if he played the entire season. But the biggest downfall that we kind of um, missed on was his re- receiving game. Um, just not there. No receiving touchdowns, only 25 receptions, less than 200 yards. I mean, Chase Edmonds there. He, he's the third-down guy. He's the pass block. Pass- blocking guy too so um but it's good to see that yeah Kenyon drake got 10 touchdowns and like they gave it to him in the red zone when beginning of the year he was kind of banged up and it was chased there so um i see Kenyon drake kind of being ranked around the same next year uh rb 13 12 13 with like guys like sanders but um yeah not bad finish for a guy who it was kind of banged up yeah i'm a i'm a big Kenyon drake fan and i'll just follow that up we have Mike Davis at RB15, but on the Kenyon Drake piece, I don't think we expected Chase Edmonds to have as big of an impact on the on the passing game as no. we thought. That's why we had we had him as a breakup. But Mike Davis comes in at RB15. His ADP was obviously ridiculously low, and he's only here because CMC got hurt. Um, this, this, this is – and, and it's very, very hard – to say at the beginning of the year, if I draft CMC, should I have Mike Davis on my team? Is he a necessity, right? Like we said, Alexander Madison is a necessity if you draft Dalvin Cook. 
Tony Pollard became a necessity if you drafted Ezekiel Elliott towards the, the early part of the season. There was those guys. We would have never guessed that it was Mike Davis. But this is why you stay informed and you, you manage your fab the right way because Mike Davis was likely a league winner in week two. Yeah. You you get Mike Davis, you probably you, you should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. I can call. Are you up? I'm up. Yeah. He doesn't he just wants to let the song play for he doesn't <laughs> even want to talk about him. <laughs> Craig has no Hold on. Hold on, let the song play. Ronald Jones finished RB sixteen. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> We'll talk about him. I mean, he—he he, all right. Here's he what I'll say. That much. He, he, yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> he deserves that. Um, <laughs> He—he he almost got a thousand yards. Is song over yet? He—he he didn't get eight touchdowns. He got seven. He—he he didn't get three hundred receiving yards. He has under that. Okay, but I mean, he—he he was the lead guy over Fournette. Almost the entire season. Oh, he smashed Fournette all year. Ronald Jones took a big step up this year. That's the most We're positive thing this. I'll ever say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I get Chris Carson, running back 17. Uh, right around his ADP, he was running back 16. So he, he performed to kind of what he was project- projected to do. But I would argue that he outperformed that in the sense that he missed four and a half games. So if you pencil him in even for 10 points a game, which is what he was giving you, he could he was at 169.3. So you put him at, what's that, almost 210 points. That puts him into the top 10 running backs, and he was performing well enough when he was on the field. And if you had watched some of Seattle's games, he had multiple, multiple runs where he had touchdowns called back, where he gained good chunks of yardage as well. So he's definitely another guy who I think next year would be, I wouldn't call him a sleeper because you kind of know what he is at this point in his career, but he's somebody that will probably get drafted a little bit lower than he deserves to be. So if you reach on Chris Carson next year, I would not begrudge you that at all, um, especially for a Seahawks team that's probably going to look to run the ball a little bit more as they're pretty pass-heavy uh, uh, this season, and also teams are going to decide to protect against the run with DK, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson. So, good pick. <sighs> Cheers, bitches. Um, RB18, rookie DeAndre Swift. Um, ADP was RB27. I think mainly because uh, Karen Johnson is still there, was still there, and then the addition of, a- of AP kind of, you know, downgrade him a bit, but, um, I was scared week one when he missed a game-winning touchdown pass through his hands by Stafford. I said, that's not a good sign for the rookie. Like, they're going to bench him, all this stuff. No, they they came out next week, five t- targets, five receptions. So, um, it did suck that AP took a lot of those touchdowns away from him. But he had, I think he had 10, or 10 total on the season. If AP is gone next year, his stock's going to rise so fast. We said that we wanted to see Swift as a, a chief. Um, we wanted Kansas City to take him over CH in the draft. If they did, I think they would have been phenomenal. But I mean, um, I think he's he's a top fifteen guy probably next season. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, RB nineteen. Corey Dows had him ranked at uh, RB forty. I had him at the twenty three by the time the season kicked okay, off. All right, we but talk- I started at forty something. Right, it, it, it was right, like we forty exactly. All right, all right. We, we, if you had him ranked at twenty three, those last his, three his, weeks, you would have nailed it. Yeah. His his ADP was twenty three. Um, mysteriously goes on. Uh, absolutely destroyed my fantasy season. Goes just MIA for four weeks because of a concussion. Twice. He goes on the IR. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, David Johnson, listen, he's not an exciting guy to draft. 
He's not a guy you want to draft. You're not going to reach on him. End of the day, when you look at the numbers when he was on the field, it is what it is. I mean, he had a pretty decent season. 4.7 yards per carry, 6 TDs. He had 2 through the air, 6, 6.8 yards per target. I mean, the guy was an RB2 in every sense of the word. And if he doesn't miss the games he misses, he's probably higher on this list. Yeah. I agree. Right. I had him at 26. Sorry. Thank you. But you're probably closest in the ADP. I think I might have had him higher than that. You guys are 18, 18, 22, 26. Yeah. All right. So, rounding out the top 20. I know it's a little bit of an odd number, but that's what makes 60. Naeem Hines. I don't know why I'm going to talk about Naeem Hines. I don't really think that anyone here wants to listen about Naeem Hines. Everyone knows what his story was this year. He had two blow-up games. Jonathan Taylor took over. He's a pass-catching back for Phillip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts. He's a good pass-catching back, and he had a good year. I'll say that, right? But I just want to give a little bit of due to J.K. Dobbins, who finished 21, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who finished 22, Miles Sanders, who finished 23, and another pass-catching back, J.D. McKissick, who at one point averaged 15 receptions a game. I think in a full PPR, J.D. was RB15. So <laughs> uh, that, that, that rounds it out, and we're, we're on to uh, tight ends. And we're on to tight ends. Uh, Travis Kelsey, the preeminent tight end in the game today. He is everything you want in a pass-catching tight end. He also blocks well, for that matter. That's why he's on the field 100% of the damn time. Him and Pat Mahomes are on the same page. He scored 260.26 fantasy points this year in half PPR formats. And if you applied that to wide receivers, that would make him wide receiver four on on the season. He is a tight end that you can justify drafting in the first round. And I don't say that lightly, and I don't say that often. But he, with 145 targets and 105 catches for 1,400 yards and 11 touchdowns, that's a great line. And there's no reason to think that he's not going to continue to play at that level. He has not showed signs of slowing down. He's not been a guy who's been injured a ton in his career. Fantastic pick if you can grab him. With, with him being a premier position, he's top five in MVP voting for fantasy football this year. I don't care who you are, he's in your top five. Yeah. Um, tied in two, he finished 35 points less than Travis Kelsey is Darren Waller. But he actually had two more receptions than Travis Kelsey. I know, crazy. Crazy. Um, I didn't know that. I did not know that. So we kind of made fun of our friend Dickie because no he – Our friend Dickie at, at our dice draft, he had a concussion, so he drafted um, – Darren Waller to a massive four-year contract. You know, this guy's like 85 years old, blah, blah. Like, he's he's not going to be that good because they're getting rugs there. They got Aguilar there. Brian Edwards is there. Nope. He just uh, blew, it out, blew it out of the water. Over 1,100 yards, close to 1,200 yards. The biggest difference last season was three, three touchdowns. This season, nine touchdowns. He was the pass-catching guy. I mean, Aguilar had his games, but Waller was so consistent Minus a few games where, you know, like very tough defenses. But, um, I mean, he's got to be tied in three next season be, um, behind Kittle and Kelsey, I would think. And he might make a run for Kittle's spot, too. Yeah, I agree. Oh, what a sad song. I don't know this one. Oh, this. You don't know the song of silence? No. It's a, it, it's a remake. Oh, man. How dare they remake it? Hey, so well, talk about the Tom's. Made it. The Tunyons. A couple two Trey Tunyons. I I named my fantasy team after this guy. <laughs> uh, Imagine if this was a dead guy that showed up on this list and this song played. So, so here, here's here's the seventy five points less than Darren Waller. So I wanna 100%. I I, I want to throw this out there. 
If the Packers don't sign Will Fuller, if the Packers don't draft a wide receiver, if they make no move to make Aaron Rodgers better and have better weapons, it's because of this guy. He's he's a he's a wide receiver. He's not a tight end. And you can see it in his snap counts. He's his snap man. counts are low. I don't think he played over 70% of the snaps all season. He's a wide receiver in every sense of the definition. Six TDs in the last seven weeks. I'm going to throw that out there for Robert Tunyon's undrafted tight end. Finishes tight end three. You know, it's also kind of ridiculous. Sorry to cut you off, Craig. 52 receptions on 59 targets. That's crazy. He, he He's out there. He's Listen, running he's around. Tunyon is yeah. a great player. Uh, next player who's also a great player, another player that if a team doesn't go out and get another wide receiver, this is because of him. TJ Hawkinson comes in at tight end four on the season. Thanks and for him in Dynasty. Absolutely deserves it. Well, hey, I had Travis Kelsey, so thank you. Great player um, of the football. Yeah, great, great um, blocker of the blocking. Uh, TJ TJ Hawkinson. Um, great hawking of the Hawkinsons. He can hawk a loogie. He can hawk. <laughs> he can hawk. He's a great hawker. 723 receiving yards, six touchdowns. This is all while the guy played like. Yeah, he played 16 games, but there's a lot of things I feel like that happened with the Lions this year that really set back that offense. Um, whether it was Matthew Stafford injuries or, or, or uh, the Kenny Galladay issue throughout the entire year. TJ Hawkinson had a decent year, and he's going to continue to rise. Next tight end on the list is Mark Andrews. Tight end, I don't even know, four? No, five, sorry. Tight end five. He was ADP of tight end three. He had some ups and downs this year he was kind of either having an awful game where he disappeared or a huge game where he really popped out uh, popped huge he also missed two games with covid and his diabetes so he he needed a little bit more precaution so he missed some diabetes. time but he's got the diabetes um oh, the beaties it's a tough one <laughs> but yeah, the beat it's big time i mean he uh, wait, he wait. was obviously tied to lamar jackson who had his struggles especially in the beginning part of the year and well, then he, he pooped his pants exactly and then he came back on towards the end of the year with consistent performances to finish with 10, 15, 10, and then he kind of pooped his pants in week 17, but the Ravens were just kind of playing whatever. I think it was kind of a, a whatever game where they smoked Cincinnati 38 to 3. So, you know, no, I mean, like he really shit his pants up. Oh, he did. Like there's feces in his, in his butt. Oh, yeah. When he left the game, oh, he came boy. back for the heroics. Nice. Right. Oh, when Lamar did. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, 14. Tied in number six, uh, eight, eight, the ADP was tied in 38. In a shocking move, uh, Logan Thomas. <laughs> the, this is also the tight end landscape too, but also converted wide receiver. Yes. Um, so this is his fifth team he's been on since t- 2014. Uh, there's some seasons he doesn't even t- touch the field, but um, he had a, like a weird beginning. It's like he had like a 10 point game, then like a one zero one, then like a 12 point game. But after like week 11, like 11, 27, 16, 9, 11, like he was. Cons- his snap counts were so high that it's like you he was a tight end that you had to start. Um, again, if you didn't draft with tight end, you probably picked this guy up in week two and like he was probably a decent guy for you. Um, 72 receptions is fucking crazy. Yeah. Can I say I, I, I had dumb luck falling into Logan Thomas in Dynasty? So I didn't but 29 years old to keep in, to keep in mind, but he's a great player. He is old, yes. Are you going to draft him in 2021? That's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. And 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 I, I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna no, let me go no. to my guy. Let me go to my guy real quick. Nah. Mike Gesicki, friend of the friend of the program. Friend of the program. Him and him ever and since Fitz, he said it, him and two were like, you know what? I'll pass to this guy a little more. Oh well, Thanks Tua to Tua, Tua listens to Top Shelf. 
Yes. yes. Tua, Tua definitely uh, listens of to course, Top Shelf. Of course. He's smart. He's, he's youthful. He knows Top Shelf is where it's at. This is so, played in week six. Mike Gesicki, phenomenal player. Uh, I, I, I would be shocked to see him outside of the top five, top six tight ends next year. Gesicki? Gesicki. Yeah. Correct. All the talent. Uh, All right. let's, get, I I, let's jump back to Logan Thomas. Are you drafting him? Because I'm not. That's the thing. Future, future-wise, is an interesting no. situ- situation. Am I drafting him next year? Yes. God knows where he's going to be bottom, next year. I don't tight. know what the contract is there. Mike Gesicki, phenomenal tight end for the program. Two years ago. They actually okay. paid him a lot of money. He's a, he's a last round pick. Which, yeah. I'll do him. I'll do Jerry right. Cook last round. Not a dynasty guy. Hopefully, yeah. Not a dynasty. Wanted to go over that. Um, mine, not a dynasty guy either, is Mr. Ooh, I'm going to retire or not play at all. Uh, Robert Gronkowski this year. Gronkowski. Uh, did come back. Uh, that slimy son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> and did play. <clears throat> with Tom Brady. Craig, show me on the doll and, where he uh, touched it. Um, <laughs> my brain. My heart. My heart my, no, my heart. Oh. My heart. He, he touched my heart, and then he ripped it out of my chest. <laughs> um, then he turned you around and bent you over and uh, touched, a, the butt. touched your heart I'm, again. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay <laughs> with the butt play. <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he can play with my hoop. Uh, <laughs> 600 receiving yards this year. Seven touchdowns. He got seven Gronk spikes. Um, he really didn't I have a good year. Took an unnecessary shot of beer. He 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 had an all right year. I mean, it's Rob Gronkowski playing with Tom Brady. Uh, we don't know how much time left. Um, enjoy it while you can. Next time, like, oh sorry, go. Well, no, and, and even this guy, like, I just sit here and I go, do we really want to draft them? Like, this is this is where we are. I hate, yeah. I hate tight ends. And that was my whole point with this next guy. It's Hayden Hurst, tight end number nine on the year. ADP was tight end twelve. In a new system at the Falcons, first year there, so you give him a little bit of like a learning curve time, and maybe say maybe he, he might be better in the future. But he just he didn't have any huge games. He had a 15, a 13, and then at the end of the year he went 10, 13, 10. Besides that, he was a non-factor. I mean, you're not upset if he gives you nine because it's Hayden Hurst, but you're like, I drafted this guy because I thought that he was like this dynamic, freakish talent. He was going to be running running routes and like giving me wide receiver output. And he just isn't doing it. He did, however, have six touch six touchdowns, and that's what the tight end position is. If you're finding the end zone semi regularly, you're going to be a top ten tight end. But three of those came in the last three weeks. Exactly. At, by that point, you've already given him. Like he's already dropped. Right, and you probably didn't play him. Yeah, like, I mean, he's. Like, a, I don't think people own Hayden Hurst. Sixty three percent owned. And he's tight end nine. Everyone said, you know, he's taking Austin Hooper's spot. Hooper was a top uh, one tight end before he got hurt yep. in 2019. So um, I think he was a bust compared to what people thought he was going to be but um especially with julio many games yeah i mean yeah julio hones that offense Fucking is just a shit show. uh Johnu smith um ends out the tight ends he's tight end 10 his adp was tight end 17 um i know dows was probably a big Johnu guy but you post um, pictures of yourself working out shirtless i'm gonna be a big fan of you <laughs> yeah i mean he started off hot biggest dk fan Biggest DK, yeah, DK, AJ Brown, and John Smith. He's got posters on, on his wall. But John started off you have that poster? very, very hot. Can I copy that? Of course. Listen to me, goddammit. <laughs> so when we did the the mid-season power hour, or the Centurion, or whatever, um, he was tight in one. He dropped completely fast. Many, many, they many stopped mystery. getting him involved altogether. AJ Brown became... And they said we're gonna get Derrick Henry two thousand yards. So sorry, there's no more. Strangely enough, that's when Adam Humphreys did not play. (laughs) Madam Humphreys nailed it. My God, Tom, Tim, Uh, Devontae Adams, wide receiver one. Is that guy any good? Uh, Dude, (laughs) that guy sucks. 
So, <laughs> like, I, I've, this is the second player that, honestly, I can sit here and go, uh, just had a career year. He had 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns. He's a top five pick for me next year. If the Packers don't take a wide receiver, overall. yeah, yeah, a top five pick overall, <laughs> and he he's missed two and a half numbers. games. He's he's the number one wide receiver coming out. He he's he's Taylor Swift is care, singing though? you Devontae Adams's career right now. Can I say you know, can do we actually? Everybody knew he was on. trouble when he walked in. This is the biggest thing for people to know right now. I just do keep we care taking shots of beer and it's not. Do, do we care if the, so if, the, if the Packers actually drafted on the wide receiver? It doesn't matter now. They have a consistent guy to take take yeah, no, safeties even, away even from happier. Adams. Yeah, even you, happier, you, even go happier. Take, you go and take wide receiver too. But as a fantasy owner, don't draft another one. I'll, I'll take eighteen TDs. Yeah. If your TD regression is TD, is you know what? Twelve touchdowns. Take away five. Exactly. So Still take that as top five. Yeah. Like yeah. Devontae exactly. Adams. What a man. What a man. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, not a man off the field. Um, he <laughs> finished. Uh, I love it. I hate Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver two on the season. He's a burner. I mean, the guy. The guy had an unbelievable year. Um, Backflipped into the end zone. I think three times. One of them was called back. Should have been all. Um, but 15 touchdowns. I mean, the, the, when he's connected to Pat Mahomes, who's got a rocket, he's going to be able to get it to the guy who's the fastest in the league. And unfortunately for his off-the-field antics, like you said, you don't like him. But he is going to be fantasy relevant as long as he has a contract, as long as he's healthy. Uh, Tyreek Hill burnt the hell out of uh, Colton Davis this year. That was the Tampa Bay yeah. uh, guy. He had that 51-point game. Oh, Carlton Davis. You don't, Car- Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis. I, I, I've, I've tried three times. <laughs> great, great, great fantasy player. Great player of the fantasy. Way better player great. of the fantasy. Uh, way more likable guy coming at you for wide receiver three, Stephon Diggs. I don't know anybody who's not happy seeing Stephon Diggs do what he did this year in Buffalo. He had a kind of a rough... Uh, rough Minnesota fans. <laughs> yeah, true. But he, he, he even had a rough exit from Minnesota. Like People will think we're like, good, good riddance to this guy. Like Get rid of him. I'm sick of looking at him. He's, he's a bit of a diva. He goes into Buffalo. He shuts the fuck up the whole year, and he dominates. He has, I don't know, 127 catches for 1,535 yards and eight touchdowns. You'd like to see that eight touchdowns on 127 catches be a little bit higher, but you'll take wide receiver three finish all day long. 265 points is nothing to, nothing to uh, you know, I don't know what it is. Scoff, 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 scoff. I wouldn't scoff at scoff. it. But no, he had a great season, and I, I think him and Josh Allen have a very brave. He's going to be a oh, top yeah. five Fantastic. wide receiver. I mean, again, absolutely, he led the league in targets, receptions, and yards. Just the t- touchdowns were ten less than Devontae. Talented so, I mean, guy, yeah, talented quarterback. You gotta love to see Josh Allen able to throw it deep now, accurate with Stephon Diggs. Great pairing right there. One great, of the one of the bright spots of twenty twenty. What is your four? Calvin Ridley. Um... I think it was a kind of quiet wide receiver four season for for him because, you know, Hooley was hurt. Uh, he was double covered some games, some, some games he didn't show up, got hurt. But, I mean, the guy finishes wide receiver four. Uh, 90 receptions, 13, said 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what Julio is going to do next year. I'm sure he's back. But, um, I mean, I think it's safe now to say that Calvin Ridley is, is taking over Julio. Um no, well, he's he's gonna be because like, Julio was probably a wide receiver five, and Ridley was wide receiver seventeen ADP. That's gonna can be I, probably reversed. Can I make a comparison? No. Roddy Tyler White. Tyler Boyd AJ Green. I think you can do Tyler well, Boyd I mean, and Higgins and AJ Green. So, so Calvin Ridley's now the Tyler Cal- Boyd. Calvin Higgins. Calvin Ridley yeah. is a very good wide receiver. I think after the Las Vegas game, he took over. Uh, wide receiver five DeAndre Hawkins ADP. 
DeAndre Hopkins. I think I was the highest one out of all three of us on DeAndre Hopkins. I said DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to kill it. I think he still killed it. Um, and I, I actually think what killed him was his touchdowns. He only had six touchdowns. And Christian Kirk, what? We, we, all, we all had him rank five. <laughs> I... I thought I had no, him. Tom I had him. Tom had him higher. I thought I, I, I thought I had him as a top five. All I'm uh, doing is looking at the document. <laughs> Super sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Mentally though, you had him higher. No, you're bigger on him. Listen, you're bigger on yes. You, you like them. We fucking nailed that. Well, no, I, I thought I, I thought I had him as We've, top three wide receiver. I mean, that's, we it, fucking it, it nailed that. DeAndre is. Hopkins catch of the year, oh, game yeah. of the year. The yeah. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Tyler Murray. Yes. All over three people. Hail Murray against against the Buffalo Bills. Fantastic wide receiver. All right, tis my turn. Tis the player, rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. Uh, wide receiver six on the season. Uh, oh, Craig. Oh, I just knocked my beers over. Before you go, where did Yahoo have Justin Jefferson ranked? Oh, like a wide receiver one. Eight. eight. Yeah, well, exactly. Pre- preseason, they had Justin Jefferson, wide receiver one. No, that's what it's his joke. Inside joke, Yahoo likes to change the rankings. Cheaters. Um, Justin Jefferson was ADP in most people's places. Wide receiver 48 uh, in that range. Uh, we knew he was going to be able to impact the Minnesota Vikings, but no one thought that he was going to be able to impact them as much as the uh, as he did, uh, finishing wide receiver six. The guy finished 1,400 receiving yards. His rookie season broke all kinds of records, rookie records, Randy Moss records. W- what more do you want from the guy? The guy's got an amazing future, one of the top Fucking dynasty ads. One of the top dynasty ads. Love him. All right, now uh, Dallas will talk about someone's great body. Great body, great talent. Decalin, DK Metcalf. That is what? Yeah, his name's Decalin Zacharias Metcalf. Pretty Zacarius? lit name. Is, Where the oh, hell does the, the, the DK come from? Come, the, DK Because he looks like Donkey Kong. Because he looks like Donkey Kong. All right, uh, uh, DK Metcalf. He's he's he, just yeah, he was also chucking barrels at Funky Kong. Was, We're taking up Dow's entire. Mind. He's also another breakout of mine. He crushed it. I think he he hit this one all day long. Uh, I mean, people knew that I think he was going to take a step forward. They didn't expect him to take a giant leap for mankind forward. Like he became one of the premier wide receivers in the league this it's year. A great reference. Thank you. Shout out Moon. I don't know. Like, <laughs> shout out Neil Armstrong. Shout out uh, whatever. But shout out to the moon. But I mean Metcalf, like. He showed up, and he took Tyler Lockett's gig as the number one guy there. And Russell Wilson trusts him implicitly at this point. Next year, should be bigger things for him coming. All right, and Justin Jefferson's teammate, uh, Adam Thielen. There's his wide receiver nine. Another, uh, was it Tom's bounce back? Uh, my bounce back was yeah, Adam Thielen. Big yeah. hit. Uh, ADP was wide receiver 19. Um, back to Justin Jefferson real quick. Olivier Johnson was the wide receiver two there for the first two weeks, and then they're like, yeah, let's switch it up. He sucks, and then so Jefferson could have had a way bigger season actually. But um, Adam Thielen, you love to see it. Um, last season he only played ten games. He was injured a lot of the games he actually played. He played fifteen games this season. Um, fourteen touchdowns. Fourteen touchdowns. Getting back to what Adam Thielen is does, he scores touchdowns. He's a big red zone threat. He didn't crack a thousand yards, but I mean, if you're getting the receptions and the t- and the touchdowns, in Minnesota, having two top ten wide receivers is amazing. Great for Kirk, Kirk Cousins. All right. So actually, it's funny. This is a sad song where I I wanted to switch with Tom so we can talk about this. Uh, Tyler Lockett is a favorite wide receiver of mine, um, as you had mentioned just a second ago. Uh, that was Russell Wilson 
and DK, they're going to be going. He's going to take over Tyler Lockett's role. Honestly, I don't think Russell Wilson knows what to do with himself right now. He's only had Anquan Bolden. I mean, um, Doug Baldwin in his past. He's never had two wide receivers at the same time. But Tyler Lockett is the second of the two at this point, and I absolutely agree. Um, he had a, a, a rough season. There was, there was highs. There was lows. There was a lot of lows. But he ended up finishing up at wide receiver nine. And... <clears throat> I mean, it's it's pretty good. He had 100 receiving uh, uh, receptions, over a thousand receiving yards for the second straight season. This this these are career numbers for Tyler Lockett, but he's still below DK Metcalf. Yeah, like these are legitimate, crazy ass numbers. Like, and 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 ten touchdowns. That's again another. The, the problem number. is he just bunched it into like two or three games. You're like, right? He had 45 points. He in, was the Mike Evans of 2020. Right. Tom's guy. Shout out Mike Evans. Here he is. I hate Mike Evans. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. We had a like a massive like this was like an eight person bet on Mike Evans. I won that he was going to be outside the top fifteen, and I took the outside. I'm not going to lie to you. This would have hit if Chris Godwin was healthy for a majority of the season. No, uh, I I think you might have no. either week. 16 rankings because right now in half point PPR through week 17 he's wide receiver 11. Either way, that's PPR. Let me let me let me. Yeah, but this is in it. Either way, Mike Evans ends the year with just over a thousand yards, 13 TDs. As long as Tom Brady's his quarterback, he's going to be all right. And if in and honestly, if Rob Gronkowski is gone. He can still be drafted as a top 10 uh, wide receiver, I think. And A.B. should probably be gone, too. I would say A.B. stays. Chris Godwin goes. Not a huge Evans fan. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that out there, but I'll talk about him. We lost the bet. I don't even know what the bet was. Four Treehouse. Yeah. for me. Like there, 100 people a, have to get paid out on that. It's going to be confusing to sort out. There was like a nine-person bet. It's going to be crazy. Oh, AJ, oh yeah. A.J. You're Brown. Supposed, you're supposed to be uh, D.K. Metcalf's college body. teammate. Imagine those guys trying to cover those two together on the same LSU? time. LSU? Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Um, either way, though, he Ryan Tannehill throwing him the ball, right? Legit. He, but he ends up. Uh, let's see here. Wide receiver eleven against an ADP of fifteen. He missed two games. I mean, and it was dinged up for another one. Another solid season back to back. He's just putting putting his resume together. He looks great. He's going to get a huge payday when his contract's finally up. Um, I think him and Tannehill and that whole Titan offense are going to stay together for a while. They're going to be a problem. They should. They just got to build up oh, yeah. defense. Yeah, they need to work on their pass. Keep, uh, the, keep Corey Davis, if you can, for the right price. Right. The numbers have to make sense for him. I don't believe they're going to do it. Probably not, but uh, it would be good. But He might take a team-friendly they, deal, though. They can draft someone, too. But um, anyways, um, wide receiver 12, big fan, Allen Robinson, uh, ADP wide receiver 9. If he's not on the Bears, he's a top five guy. Like, he, he's so freaking good and so talented but um he went, he went from uh mitch to Foles to mitch like he's, he goes back and forth to quarterbacks but when mitch came back you know he did pretty good uh over 20 points twice uh over 10 points three times week 17 four points i mean that cut that probably put him down like from what is for 10 to, to 12 but um Regardless, um, he's consistent. Like he's he's going to be in that wide receiver ten to twelve range each year. Next year, I'll probably draft him at, at, at the same spot. Only six touchdowns this season. Very low. 
I, I I feel like I've taken far too many shots. Than I I'm watching have. you pour yours. I'm like, dude, it's it's the There's same been song. Times I've done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so you take I, one in between. I, I you know, I'm, you're gonna talk, so I you're think gonna I'm take just it early. Like, I'm well, just taking Tom's one. a very good pour of the beer. I'm a pour very good pour into the shot. And who is a good um, pour of the football is Robert Woods. I'm a I'm a, I'm a very good predictor <laughs> of of the Rams. Uh, I had Robert Woods ranked ahead of, of Cooper Correct. Cup. Hater of the Rams. I had uh, I hate the Rams. Uh, uh, Robert Woods. I hate your ADP <laughs> wide receiver twenty four finishes wide receiver thirteen. It was an up and down season. Just kill it, Kesha. Yeah, she's very underrated. I love Kesha. Yeah. Can we just talk about Kesha instead of Robert Woods? No, we well, cannot. Honestly, song changed. Ro- Robert Woods probably going to be. Next year, what? Fifteen to twenty. Corey's just laughing because he ain't drinking. But <laughs> you know who did, normally, you're not having normally, a bad day. Normally, uh, Dows and I would just be sitting <laughs> you, here like, rocking out. With you know each who other, didn't have a bad you, day? You also had Cooper Cup ahead of Robert Woods. That's what no, I, I, I could I could not have. All right, let's get back on did track. I really? Big dog, Keenan Allen uh, got caught passes from what should arguably be the rookie of the year this season, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, Keenan Allen had a fantastic year. He was he stayed healthy, right? So he's, he's stayed healthy for the last four seasons, which is absolutely fantastic because it did not look like this was going to be his career trajectory. And he finished as wide receiver uh, 14. Uh, 14 on the year. Um, just barely under 1,000 yards this year, finishing at 992. Uh, had the 14 games. Um, you know, he, he did finish over 1,000 the last three before that. Well, you think if he uh, But he had eight touchdowns. So the future is bright with Keenan. Yeah, so he's 28, he, entering his prime. He's going to get going with one of the best quarterbacks at the He over. played 14 games, and that one game he was a decoy. So he, he played 13 games. Yeah. And he, Love Keenan Allen. Yeah. Next on the list is Brandon Cooks, wide receiver 15. I don't know the nice way to put this, but I, I want to call him a fraud for being here. Um, and I'm just going to call fraud. him a fraud. I don't mean it in a mean way. It's just you scored 23.6 and 34.1 in week 16 and 17 when your team was out and you're just throwing the ball and having a grand old time. Points count all the same, but also 34 points when the fantasy season is over for everybody else in week 17 doesn't count. So I'm just wiping those points off the board. Maybe I'll, I'll pencil them in for 10, which is more like a season average. And that drops him way outside the the top twenty five receivers. So, Brandon Cooks, fine season for the real NFL, but you had two touchdowns and one hundred sixty six yards in week seventeen when everybody with a brain has already finished their season. So, you're a fraud, and you sh- don't believe. I don't even. Well, want to talk and, about you. And, and with Deshaun Watson, fraud. likely out of town too. Yeah, adios. And, and he Matt was my bounce retired, back, and I uh, so <laughs> thank him for I, seventeen. I nailed it. <laughs> um. Wide receiver 16, and good to see this guy, you know, stay consistent throughout the year without Dak and it's Amari Cooper. Uh, ADP was wide receiver 13. I don't even have him up right now, but um, I can take a shot. Well, I mean, take, I'll, take I'll, say shot. We'll, I'll say something quick. We'll talk because about Amari Cooper. I do want to say something uh, about Amari the, Cooper. The, the, the poopas. My or, poopa. Or, I mean, he's not a poopa. I want to say Amari Cooper, without Dak Prescott, had finished wide receiver 16. He is going to finish a top ten wide receiver next year. Yeah, he's, he's gonna do it. The thing that, is, he, he did finish yeah. wide receiver sixteen, but you have to count the games he did play with Dak too. Oh, oh come well, on! Well, you guy finished you his do, but double digits every single with week with four Andy Dalton. Different quarterbacks. Ah, fuck! No, he's not that good. I liked him. I had Martinez. Anyways, Amari Cooper. Um, 
great outlook when Dak's back next year. I'm, I'm guessing Dak's back next year for them. So I would assume so. Oh yeah, okay. Put his ankle back into place. He's playing. Uh, your wide receiver 17 on the season is a wide receiver that probably didn't get drafted and it's only here again because like, just like Mike Davis shows up on a list, Marvin Jones shows up as wide receiver 17 because Ken Galladay decided to, uh, I, I don't even know. I, I don't know what happened with him. At the beginning of this, it was He's an old. ankle. He's old. He's got a hip issue. What is it? it was an ankle. The and then a knee, hip. And then a hip. It was something different at the beginning of the year. It was not a hip at the beginning of the year. It was a break. Either way, Marvin Jones is your wide receiver 17. I have nothing else to say. He's probably not going to be on the team next year. He played. uh, That sucks. I mean, they they literally cut. You know what? I think they will. No, they they cut veterans to get Quez Cephas on to the team. They but cut Hall specifically yeah, for Cephas. For Marvin Jones, I think he would stay there as like a, a mentor. I think I think he's that kind of guy. For insurance, too. Also, Stafford might not be there, so it could be a whole different conversation. Yeah. I mean, and Simmons got it, too. Well, uh, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelf, Evan, TSY. We'll probably talk about the Detroit Lions a couple, two trade times. Craig? Sorry. Juju Smith-Schuster was one of my uh, bounce-back players of the year. He did, however, not as much as I had thought. He had ended up finishing wide receiver 18 when he was projected wide receiver 12, uh, which is a little bit of a letdown, but it's not because it's like he did still have a better year. He still finished as a wide receiver too. Um, but I think this is the end of him with the Steelers. Um, I, I really do think that they are going to move forward with their young guys. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a few more years left. He's so and, young, though. <laughs> and, and, I know Juju is young, but let me tell you, he, he he had a decent year, but you got Deontay Johnson. You got Chase Claypool. You got a lot of players around that they are going to continue to Get roll with. the Texans with Deshaun. And, and Juju Smith-Schuster, he's a, he had a yeah, great year. Deshaun's gone. Right. Yeah. 128 uh, targets, but... We'll see. We will see. With with him next year, I would ex- expect the same thing if he stayed on the Steelers. Sorry. Go no, ahead. No worries. You also mentioned Chase Claypool. He was making a push early on for probably rookie of the year. He broke out huge. Wide receiver, 19. He's barely even drafted in most formats. He's a guy that really could have won you a championship had he continued on his path from early in the season. Fell off big in the, in the clutch weeks, week 12 through 16. Failed to get double digits. He was getting a lot of deep balls, especially early in the season. I've never heard the announcer say the word moon ball like as many times as, except for when I was watching Chase Claypool on the field. But, I mean, he, he he could easily be the next guy up. And if Juju does leave town, Claypool and Deontay Johnson, I'd be completely fine drafting both of them for next year. Yeah, dog. Um, yeah. Running out the entire power hour, the entire what's your list. Westford 20 is CeeDee Lamb. Um, again, him and Cooper could have finished way better than this if they had Dak. But it is great to see that, that Lamb was able to actually finish the top 20 because he was in talks about, you know, do you cut the guy? Do you, do you start him? But, I mean, yeah, you start this guy each week. Same with Cooper. I mean, he might not give you a good week, but he's a, a talent that can get you a massive game. Just finished below 1,000 yards. Five touchdowns. I think the future is bright for him. Uh, coming into this year, it was, you know, is it Judy? Is it CeeDee Lamb? Now going to next year, it's Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb. I think those are the, the, 
the top rookies. At, I know Claypool finished above him, but I would easily do see the over Claypool. Yes, agreed. Especially uh, with Michael with that, Gallup being a question mark in Dallas. Right. So, uh, sure. great great season for CeeDee Lamb. It could have been a lot better if Dak was there. So, the uh, f- future is very, very bright for him in that d- Dallas offense. The future is bright. The future uh, is definitely bright after this fucking season. America yeah. can, so, should, must, and will blow so up the moon. We will prevail. I'm, I am a massive city fan. Dynasty Like if 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 there was a Lev Bell of the wide receivers, it's it's CD. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so power hour is that. over. So come the playlist two thousand thirty. You're like no. He's the best receiver, dude. This guy. Oh, is. I'll be, I'll be like Dickie. I'll be you like, listen, he's you know, thirty years old. I'm gonna four years, twenty two dollars. This guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like five TVs. <laughs> so I mean, uh, so that's the podcast. So we were. Yeah, that's the podcast. We are very good speakers of the microphone in um. Oh, in this podcast, good. we're lovers very of fantasy. We're, I was, we're I was a very bad shot taker of the yeah song Tom, of the beer. Tom did like I, a. I, there's like nine beers somewhere. <laughs> Me. Drinker right of the now. shots, Tom was crushing. Yeah, I did. I saw you multi-drink on like one song. I would several pour times. them, and I'd be like, "Oh shit!" I, when they I, hit I your mouth in such a way, it just flows so nice. Yeah. Flowing of the beer yeah. down the gullet. <laughs> uh, so once yeah. it hits your lips, All right. <laughs> it feels All so right. good. So that was the life I wouldn't drink tonight. I want to say. I want to say a final thought. All right. Oh, give us a thought. Let's all give one. one final thought. I want all of us. I want. I want your thought. I want. I want to say my thing. If it's about Josh Jacobs, though, we're ending it. He's like shit. I get Josh Jacobs is a part of my dynasty team, but he's not the only thing. A big part of my life. All right. I. I had. I had no fun in 2020. In 2020 fantasy football, I will say I did not have as much fun this season. Craig, you drank like five beers. Tom's final word is calling out Craig for his lack <laughs> right. of beer consumption. I will say congratulations to the those who won, but get ready for a non-COVID season again, please. I really fucking want a non-COVID yeah, season. Anybody who won the season, we're putting an asterisk on your win. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say... I don't, I don't know that I don't want to say there's an asterisk, but, but it wasn't even so much that. It was this year as far as injuries go. And as far as, yes, there was the COVID thing that added every, into it as well. Everybody has injuries. Every year, you can't diminish anybody. I have the fucking microphone. It's my final thought. <laughs> You'll get yours. It's Excuse me. It was, and we talked about many times in the beginning part of the season, that this season seems fucking weird with injuries. It was because they had fucking meetings in the goddamn computer instead of the instead of on the field. So Files are listen, in the computer. The, the, <laughs> Great papers of the files. Um, I, I just think that next year is going to be better. Hang in there. Don't give up on fantasy football. Uh, continue to listen. We appreciate you. We love you. Dows, you can go ahead. Yeah, I don't really have a final thought. Just America can, should, must, and will blow up the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll fall out of orbit. That's yeah, fantastic. Don't worry about it. Yeah, who, who was the DK this year that took... Uh, Couple steps the for mankind. Yeah, you get, yeah, I'm just gonna moon references the rest of my <laughs> time here. <laughs> you gotta um, find the comments there. Not really. I mean, uh, great season. I, I think with COVID, um, shocked it. It actually went 17 full weeks. Yeah. Um, I think that's a complete plus. No asterisks for me for anyone who won because they had to deal with the same shit we all had to deal with. Oh yeah, I just give it a hard um, time. Mango. Yeah, it's just a very hard game. Mango. Yeah, it's a mango. Mango. You get but, it. But um. 
if anyone's looking to get into a you know a dynasty league, I would do it. You know, because right. uh, pe- people are always redraft, kind of scared to get into a dynasty league. Do it. Put your foot in there. Get wet. Do not do a salary league right away because it's it's fucking insane. It's too much, and you're gonna hate it <laughs> for like a while. But um, yeah, yeah. But that, one one thing one thing too. Sorry, I know it's your final word. Uh, uh, vampire league. Search it because that was one so, of the most yes. fun things. Vampire we did. league was what was probably the most fun thing, and By it far. didn't take too much time. I'm like. But um, yeah, it was blessed. So I'm gonna throw this out there. If you have made it through an hour and eight minutes of this power hour, and you are here, tweet at us. Let us know what you want to do. You want to do a vampire league? You want to do a dynasty league? You don't have anything together? You want shit to happen? We'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. We will get you in a vampire league. We'll get you in a dynasty league. We will create a dynasty league so you can be a part of it. The whole the whole thing of 2020 was to have fun the whole point of fantasy football is to have fun and we're sitting here i'm great like song not, i'm too. like i'm like <laughs> nine song, beers <laughs> yeah. after a power hour having a goddamn blast you want to come on this fucking podcast and talk with us Shout let's do it head. reach out to us topshelffantasy.com topshelffntsy on all your social media bullshit that i don't <laughs> even understand well, listen, and keep us posted too for our 2021. We're going to be doing listener leagues again. We want you in it. We'll be doing a, a contest or whatever to get in. Uh, we, like we, I don't know. I don't know. We ruined Kenny yeah, Galladay. Pick, pick whose career you want us to ruin next. Maybe we'll get a Tyree Kill jersey, jersey yeah. just to curse him. If you're in a dynasty, not a bad option. Too, in too one has got, we'll get <laughs> like a Dalvin Cook jersey and screw Jeff for the rest of his life. Oh, yes. Please don't let it be Josh. Um, Ange Capone. Ange Capone, please reach out to us. We want to give you a glass. I, we just I, want to know you're okay. We're, we're, <laughs> she's all right, but like, I think deep down, I think we're all very sorry about the we, Miles we all, Sanders. We took our own advice. Like, uh, yeah. I sat him too. Yeah, I started him. Tough. I did too, but I, I had. Well, Scott said straight I, up I, I when had we did it, like, double, you have to do it. Flex league. Yeah. Like, I, I well, was, Andrew, I, was, I took my advice. I was, I sat him. It was, I, I would, I would have been a one in a one flex league. This is Top Shelf Fantasy. Great this season. This the end of 2020. Yeah, we, uh, we start our preseason we push. We may not have had next week. Draft. We, we start draft shit. I mean, faster. shit's coming up. We're ready you to guys, go. You guys are going to be doing your draft thing. Draft. Co- coaching changes gotta, are already happening. Doubt, already yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we got a new website coming probably three, four months from now. Next season, we'll have, you might be we'll able to see our video. It's got, I know I'll, you mentioned it. You're going to see the audio a little bit better. Are you doing basketball still? Some updates on the site? Yeah, so throughout the uh, – I do a dynasty basketball league. So throughout the the season, I'll, I'll, I'll put that on the site. Just, you know, keep that site kind of fresh. Uh, well, know, so, weekly so pickups. we'll have a basketball piece of that. Yes. Hoping yep. to have a combine so we can go over that. Yes. That'd be nice. That'd be very nice. Combine. Hoping. If not, maybe the TSF guys will do a combine. And oh, you if, don't want to see me run. If, if Not anymore. If no. nothing – well, you also said you want to be like barstool. The barstool. I did not want to be barstool. <laughs> All right. Let's end this. A big time burp. <laughs> if there's anything else you want to see, you've made it this far, you let us know. We'll make it a priority. If you have made it to 11, it, one hour and 12 minutes, we will make it our priority for 2021. And if we don't have it, hold us to it. Cheers. Top fantasy. Mazel Stay fluid, sailors. Where is the clitoris?
<laughs> you so have to keep that. You have yeah, keep so you that. have to keep that, yeah, and then and then when I said Rob Gronkowski, play with my hope. <laughs> yes. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.